0: Praise the Lord. Wow. wow. Today is going to be a very special dancing time. Wow. I'm coming to show you in the Word why you need to dance, okay? Wow. Kindly take your seats in heavenly places. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is present in us and with us here this morning. Thank you for the ministry of your Word. Thank you for the ministry of your spirit. Thank you that hearts and minds are engrafted with your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for productivity and fruitfulness for every single one of us, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, we are sharing these things with you just to help you have understanding. If you're reading Psalm 47, verse 6, look at Psalm 47, verse 6. It says, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Then he says, sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. So singing is very important. So you can't say you are praising God and then you are like this. He's letting you know that you need to sing. Do you understand singing? What's a singing? Nyumtwo. two ni. Singing. Uh, opening your mouth to sing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sing what? Praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. Next verse. For God is the king of all the earth. Then it says, sing ye praises with understanding. That is why we are teaching you in the word of God so that you can have understanding. So that as you are singing, there will be some understanding with which you are doing the singing. You are not just singing for singing sake, but you are singing with understanding. Last week I taught you how to praise God with your heart. For for you to have results along this line, you need to praise God with your heart. It has to stem, it says, out of them shall proceed what? Shall proceed. Praises, isn't it? Out of them, out of their hearts shall proceed praises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when when it comes to praises, eh, like I said, it always works. Can you imagine? Always. Not sometimes. Not when you feel good enough. It always works. And you need to do it the right way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With the right understanding. That is what we are teaching you. So that you have the right understanding. Can you imagine that, like I said the last time, praise is the highest expression of faith. You see, unlike faith, eh, there's a little difference between praise and faith. You can't try, you can't try faith out. Do you see? Let's say what someone procured by faith cannot be tried. You need to grow in faith to a particular level to be able to do what that person did. Please do you understand. Faith is a seed that must be planted. Okay? And it's planted at your new birth. If you read in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible says, Let no man think, let's look at it, more highly than he ought. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God gives everybody a certain measure. He, he uses a definite article, the measure of faith. So every child of God has faith. The faith that you need to move mountains is given to you at your new birth. Free of charge. Can you imagine? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you, you you grow that faith. So your faith can either be strong or weak. Okay? Huge or small. Great or small. Do you see? The more you listen to the word of God, the more you increase in faith. So what you procure by faith on a certain level cannot be Someone can't do it the way you did it. Let's say someone says, Oh, I did this by faith and I got this result. I prayed this prayer and I got this result. Do you see? Uh huh. Let's say a person was looking for a child and the person puts fi- his or her faith to work and got a child. Okay? You can't just put your faith to work along a certain line and get that same result. You need to get to a certain level of faith before you can have. The result that person had by faith. But it is different when it comes to praise. Praise can be tried out. You can try praise. I don't know if you get it. What someone procured by praise, you can also procure by praise. If you decide to try it out. If you like the person's testimony. And you want to get the same result. You can try praise. So praise is something you can try. It's amazing how wonderful and how gracious God is. God has given us so many means of getting results. So many. So if you feel that you are not strong in faith, you are not high in faith, don't worry. Try praise. And all you need to do is to do your praise with what? With understanding. With understanding. Know exactly what you want to do. It's called targeted praise. What do you want? You want a child? praise God with having that child in mind. You want a job, praise God with having that job in mind. Please, you understand? Targeted, with understanding. Know exactly what you want, know exactly why you are doing what you're doing, and you will get your results. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you feel it, it is not true, just try. Let's say someone says, I, I, I praise God and I got this. Okay, then me too, I'm going to try. You'll be surprised at what will happen when you also try it. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can fast and pray and do all kinds of things and may not have a certain result. You've you fasted, you've done all kinds of things. It's not working. Don't worry. Try praise now. Try praise. Try praising and thanking God. Wow. wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It always works. Always. And all you need to do is to praise Him with what? With understanding and that's what what I'm teaching you. That's why we teach you on praise and thanksgiving. So that when you are practicing it, you have a certain understanding. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 149 from verse 1. Psalm 149 from verse 1. So unlike faith, praise can be tried. It can. You have to grow in faith. You don't have to grow in praise. Praise with understanding. That's all. That's why I said, praise is what you do when you don't know what to do. You see, when it's like you've tried everything, it's not working. Just start praising God and thanking God for what you have. You see, the Lord expects your thanksgiving. It's very important to the Lord. He expects your thanksgiving. When the ten lepers were healed by Jesus Christ, one of them returned to thank God, to thank him. And he said, ah, were were there not ten of you? Where are the rest? So he's waiting. He's expecting your thanksgiving. Don't be an, an, an ungrateful Christian. There are a lot of ungrateful Christians in the world. Not acknowledging God for what he has done for them. The fact that you have life is good enough reason to praise God. You may not have any money in your pockets. It makes no difference. Do you have life? Who gave you that life? Thank him for it. If you thank him for it, that money that you have been expecting will come. Are you in the church? I'm going to read some testimonies to you. Real life testimonies. Yeah. Just thank him for what you have. Instead of complaining and thinking that I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried this. Just praise God. Praise God. Tell me about praise God. God. Look at this. It says praise you the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. So he always talks about singing. Eh? Singing. tell me about singing. singing. Don't be quiet. Quiet Christian. You don't you don't you, when we are singing? What what are some of the song you sing? Creator of the universe. And then you are standing there. We are praising God. We are not praising ourselves, so we are praising God. Maybe you don't think that He exists. Maybe you don't think that He's around. Yeah, that's why you can be quiet. All those who are like that, their blessings are very far. You, the blessing, it doesn't show forth. When it comes to this particular thing, here, there's a way to go about it. If you want to see results, real results, eh? Praise God with understanding. Be serious about it. Don't look at who is around you. Don't think about who is around. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't consider who is looking or who is not looking. He says, praise you the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of saints. In the congregation that we are in now, in our sitting now, he says, praise him in the congregation of saints. As we have come together like this, it's time to praise him. So start getting ready. Start getting ready. Hmm. Look at the next verse. Let Israel rejoice in him. That made him. Did the Lord make you? He says rejoice in him that made you. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their heart. In their king. Sorry. Let them be joyful in their king. Next verse. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. Next verse. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. So he says, even when you are sleeping, sing aloud unto him. Wow. The word praise that we've been reading all this while, in all of the Old Testament, the word praise, okay, is halal. Most of the time, it's the word halal. The, Greek, the Hebrew word is halal. H-A-L-A-L. Halal. Okay? Do you know what it means? It means to be clamorously foolish. When we say clamorously, what do we mean is from the word clamor? It means to make intense, loud sounds. Okay? Intense, loud shouts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it means. So when we say praise the Lord, what we are saying is that make an intense loud shout. An intense loud noise. (laughs) So all the places you've been seeing praise, praise, praise. He's, He's letting you know that make a loud noise. Make a loud noise. An intense loud noise. And be foolish about it. Are you surprised? It says, be foolish about it. Don't be gentle about it. Be foolish about it. To make clamorously foolish noise. Yes. That's what it means to praise. You can check it. I'm not the one saying it. It's, it's there. I'm not the one saying it. It means to make... Let me, let me read it well for you. So that you know that I'm not just saying something. It means to act foolishly. Can you imagine? It means to what? Act foolishly. act foolishly. So you are allowed. There's a particular time where you are allowed to act foolishly in the house of God. And it's this joy praise. <laughs> it means to act madly. it's It's not inside. To act madly. To act like a madman. To act like a madman. You are too cultured for what I'm saying. You are too dressed for what I like. It's like I see what I'm telling you. This is the Bible. I'm not the one saying it. To some assault. I feel like I want to some <laughs> Yeah, to act foolishly before the Lord. To act like a madman before the Lord. To shout like you are mad. You see... It's not it's not because we don't like we don't know what we want to do. Yeah. We know so it's called praising with understanding. You know exactly what you're doing, yeah. you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. You are shouting his name. He says, Praise his name. Sing praise to his name, shout his name out loud, like you are mad. When you get out, you dre- you move nicely, yeah. like nothing has happened. Yeah. You know what you have done. Yeah. yeah it always gets results. Always. The Bible says that the Lord is fearful in praise. Exodus chapter 15, verse 11. Let's look at it. So don't be don't be gentle along these lines. Do you understand what I'm saying? It says, Who is like unto thee, O Lord? Among the gods, who is like unto thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. So, as you are shouting his name like that, he says he's fearful in praise. He's fearful in praises. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't know what what's on your mind, what's on your heart. Maybe there's you don't, you don't even need a reason to praise God. There shouldn't be any reason. Praise him because you love him. He's God. Praise him, as, like I said, if you don't have any reason, at least you have life. Thank him for what you have. Are you in the church? So you sing out loud. Make noise like you are mad. Some of you don't like to sweat when you come to the house of God. You see, your makeup looks the same way when you're exiting. That is why you may end up staying on a certain level for a very long time. Now, this month is a month of praise. Today is our praise. Next week, I'm not going to preach about praise and thanksgiving. This is the last one. So this is the last service for praise and thanksgiving. Do you see? So if you have not sweated the whole year. Today, sweat before you go out. Let there be a change in your visage. Before you go out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go back to Psalm 149. Let's read from verse 1 again. Okay? It's nice. Praise the Lord. What does it mean? Make clamorously foolish, loud, intense noise to the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Sing his praise in the congregation. Next verse. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. If for nothing rejoice in the one who made you. Rejoice in the fact that he made you. And that everything you have has come from him. Next verse. Then it says, let them praise his name in the dance. So it is not only singing, but dancing is praises to the Lord. It says, let them, let them praise his name in the dance. In the dance. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. In the dance. In other words, your dance is praises to the Lord. let them praise his his name in the dance. What he's saying is that let them make clamorously loud intense noise in their dancing. All to the Lord. In other words, let them behave foolishly in their dancing. You see, you don't like what I'm saying. Listen, don't be too cultural when it comes to these things. Religion is, is eating you up. Don't be too nice when it comes to these things. Maybe you don't want something, maybe you don't want maybe you don't want to see something happening around you. Maybe you are comfortable with the way things have been the whole year. This is last show. These are this kind of praise is what gets you a 24-hour miracle. Something that happens within 24 hours. Something happens in six hours. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing how it always works. You see, I'm not lying. Eh? It's in the Bible to make a fool of make into a fool. To boast, glory, make one's boast. To act madly, act like a madman. And you to be praised, to, to be made praiseworthy, be commended, be worthy of praise. In other words, commend God for all that He is, all that He has done, and act foolishly about it. And to shine forth His praise, isn't it? To flash forth light, to praise, boast, be boastful. You see, I'm not the one, it's, it's there. Hallelujah. He says, "Praise His name in the dance." In other words, act foolishly in the dance. It is for the Lord. No formula. You don't need to know how to dance or anything. Hmm. We are not coming to do. It's not choreography time. We are praising the Lord. It is unto who? It's unto the Lord. Go to Second Samuel. If you think what I'm saying is not true, it's in the Bible. Go to Second Samuel. Let me show it to you. Second Samuel. Let's read chapter 6 from verse 12. <laughs> someone heard that someone was dancing because he had pain. He had pain in his body. This lady had menstrual cramps, a lot of menstrual cramps, whenever she's in her menses. And at, when the pastor preached, what I'm telling you now, they were, she was in her menses and she was in pain. As the pastor was preaching, she said, ah, this pain must leave. So they started praising God. When he started praising, she was dancing like she was mad. And the one standing by her said, Ah, are you a soldier? She said, you don't know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Please, leave me alone. And she continued dancing. The pain stopped that moment. And as she was dancing, she said to herself, you have not had a child. And she wanted to have a child. She said to herself, I'm going to have a child today. I'm going to conceive today. She went forward and danced. The pastor came out and said, you'll be having a child today. You'll get pregnant today. Can you imagine? Nine to ten months later, from that time, she gave birth. She had a baby in her hand and came to give her testimony. Yeah, that is that is how serious what I'm saying to you is. Yeah, you are looking for a job. You don't have a job. You have prayed. You have fasted. You have gone for waiting. You have done everything. It's not, nothing is happening. He says, God is fearful in praise. He inhabits the praise of his people. I told you last week, this is what gets God to show up. God is in you, but when you praise God like this, He comes out of you into your praise like that. And whatever you are praising Him for or about is solved, it's sorted out. Maybe an angel has been sent and He has been blocked in the heavens for twenty-one days and has not come. If you believe in such things, those things are not true in the New Testament, you know. But the Lord shows forth in praise; He's fearful in praise. Look at this, and it was told King David, saying, "The Lord has blessed the house of Obedidon. And all that pertained unto him because of the Ark of God. So David went and brought up the Ark of God from the house of Beredon into the city of David with gladness, with joy, with excitement, with dancing. You know, earlier on, he had tried to bring the Ark of Covenant into Jerusalem, and it was not working. The Ark of Covenant was supposed to be on the shoulders of the priests. But David was so excited, he did the wrong thing. He put the Ark of Covenant on a cart, on a cart driven by some horses. And as they were going, they got to a certain place where the place was not smooth enough. So the, the ark tilted a bit and was going to fall. And one of the guys who was by it, named Uzzah, touched it. And when he touched the Ark of Covenant, because no human being is supposed to touch the Ark of Covenant, apart from the priests. When Uzzah touched it, the Bible says the anger of the Lord was killed against him. God was angry when they started the whole process. Because that's not what he said they should do. But they were doing it like that. The Ark of Covenant belongs on the shoulders of the priests. Not on a new car. David was so excited, he bought a new car. And put the Ark of Covenant inside. The Bible says, David was afraid of God from that day forward. The house in front of which they had that problem was Obedidom's house. So they just left the Ark of Covenant in Obedidom's house. And when the Ark of Covenant was was there, for three months, Obedidom just started prospering. All his businesses were working. Everything was fine. Everything was going on. Then David realized that "Ah, there's nothing wrong with the Ark. It's actually us. Because this guy is prospering with the Ark. Me too, I need to prosper. So when he heard that Obedon was prospered, he said, okay, let's go for it. But he had read from the scriptures and had gotten to know the right way of doing things. Meaning that God wants things to be done in a particular way. If you do it for him, he's pleased with you. Do you know that your praise, he says that your praises is pleasing, is well pleasing to God. Let, let's go back. Go back to Psalm 149. There are other verses that I can show to you, but I want to show you this one. Go to verse 4. Let's read 3 to 4. Let them praise, him, praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praise unto him with the timbrel and harp. Next verse. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Have you seen it? Yeah. says the Lord takes pleasure in his people. It pleases the Lord when they praise him in the dance. It is pleasing to him. And because it is pleasing to him, he says he will beautify the, the meek with salvation. Have you seen it? Yeah. So your praises, he wants you to praise him in a certain way. And it is pleasing to him. Now go back to 2nd Samuel, where what we're reading. So David learned that Obedon was, ble- was being blessed. So he went for the ark. Next verse, verse 13. And it was so that when they were, when they that bear the ark of the Lord, so now he did the right thing, they were bearing it on their shoulders, had gone six paces. When they go one, two, three, four, five, six, they put it down and they sacrifice to the Lord. Can you imagine? He sacrificed oxen and fatlings. They go another six paces, he sacrifices. The last six paces, he sacrifices. At the point, he started dancing. Look at the next verse. And David danced before the Lord with what? All with what? All if you feel you are too nice to dance, this was a king of Israel. He had a lot to be proud about, and a lot to be to be disciplined about. He was a president of the country. The Bible says he danced with. Oh, he danced before. It is before the Lord. It's not before somebody. It's before the Lord. He says, "Let them praise His name." In the dance. In the dance. Let them act foolishly. In the dance. Let them shout madly. In the dance. Wow. wow. That is why when you go to Winner's Chapel, they are the number one dancers and praises in the whole world. There's no church in the world that dances and praises God like they do. Because they understand this. They've been taught. That's what I'm teaching you. Plenty testimonies. Dancing testimonies. When they dance miracle? I mean what is, this is cheaper than any other thing that you can, like, can think about. This is the easiest thing in the world. One dance, one miracle. One meaningful dance to the Lord, one miracle. What is what so which, what is preventing you? What is stopping you? One sweat, one miracle. Yeah, it's as simple as that. This one there's not like faith. Let like put your faith to work. It's not working. Pastor, I don't know what is going on. Listen. I, we tried faith. I remember we were listening to messages on faith so much. My wife said, well, I'm tired. I don't know if you remember. We used to sleep with messages on faith by Pastor Chris. Faith proclamations. And then there was this other message. A pack. And we selected them. And it was on. Playing all the time. We were looking for a child. We are praying for a child. It wasn't coming. Trying to put our faith. We were soaking in to build up our faith. We built up our faith. Hey, build, 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 build. But it wasn't, wasn't working as it was supposed to. When we started praising God. When we started praising God. And started thanking him for what he has already done. Because we knew that we will have children. And there was nothing wrong with any of us. There was nothing wrong with any of us. Yeah, there was nothing wrong. But the child, you not, know, they show up. Hey! What are you going to do? Yeah. The frustration of a couple that was in mind for a long time without a child cannot be compared to any other form of frustration. It's not possible. Especially in Africa. Your mother will call you. Your father will call you. Your your mother-in-law will call you. Your father-in-law will call you. Your auntie will call you. What are you waiting for? Why? What is going on? Is there something wrong? They'll call you. Should we go to the hospital? If you can't pay, we'll pay for you. What do you want? I want my grandchildren someone whose mother-in-law will call every month to check is she pregnant every month they'll call is she pregnant is she pregnant is she it's not a small thing though. but there's a cheap way to get up go about it there's an easy way to go about it don't worry about it maybe you are faster than prayed. it's not happening that job is not showing up you are faster than prayed. it's not happening it's in the dance it's in that foolish dance Look at David. David danced before the Lord with all of his might. And David was gathered with the lightning effort. Next verse. Continue. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord. The shouting. Have you seen it? Shouting. clamorous noise. Loud, intense noise. Wow. And with the sound of the trumpets. Next verse. Another act of the Lord came into the city of David. Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window. There are always two people in the church. Always two. Those who are looking and those who are dancing. Hey! Which one are you? Which one are you? Michal's daughter looked through a window and saw King David leaping. The guy was leaping and dancing before the Lord. He was leaping like that. He was just moving, (laughs) leaping and dancing before, like a madman. And she despised him in his heart. In her heart, How, how, how can the king of Israel be dancing like that? President, you don't respect yourself, like, respect yourself a little. Yeah, you are disgracing me. Tony, but leave me and let me dance. If you won't dance. I will dance. It's an instruction from the Lord. Yeah. If you won't dance, I will dance. He was leaping and dancing before the Lord anyway. Yeah. Leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in the heart. Next verse. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in this place. In the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Next verse. And as soon as David had made an end of offering. It was 20, 20. Then David returned to bless the, his household. So if he blessed Israel, gave them cakes and wine and all of that to, for everybody to be happy. Then he went to his own house to also go and pray for his house and bless his house. And his wife, Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious, he was mocking him. She was mocking him. How glorious was the king of Israel today. and WNW. If we know, we know you. How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of, of his servants. As one of the vain fellows, shamelessly uncovered himself. So he was dancing and looking like a vain fellow. Let's show you the Amplified. You, you, you understand a little bit. How glorious of the king of Israel today, who stripped himself of his kingly robes and uncovered himself in the eyes of his servants' maids, as one of the worthless fellows, shamelessly uncovers himself. David danced and looked like a worthless fellow before the Lord. As though someone one who did not have sense, he was rolling on the floor. Sitting on the floor and scratching his buttons on the floor like that. Dancing to the Lord. Some assaulting. And his wife was looking. All the fine girls in the church, you are making you can watch it. You are, remote, you are uncovering yourself before the fine girls in the church. What a shock! Look at David's response. Look at David's response. David said to Mikhail, It was before the Lord. This, this is a clear marital disagreement. If you want to see quarrels in marriage, it's in the Bible. There are quarrels in marriage. David said to Mikhail, It was before the Lord who chose me above your father. <laughs> and all your father's house was to appoint me as prince over Israel. I know what the Lord has done for me. If you don't know me, I know. I know. If you don't know what the Lord has done I me, I know what he has done. He chose me above your father. And all of your father's house and appointed me prince of Israel, the people of the Lord. Therefore will I make merry in pure enjoyment before the Lord. I will make merry in pure enjoy- enjoyment before the Lord. Look at the next verse. I will be still more lightly esteemed than this. And will humble and lower myself in my own sight and yours, but by the maze you mentioned, I will be held in Anna. Yeah, you think you are you are saying something? Oh, do me. What do you mean? It's before the Lord. Let's read the King James. He says, I will yet make myself vile. I will yet be more vile. Do you understand? Vile, mad, useless. I will misbehave before the Lord. When we finish dancing, then we'll put on our suits, everything and then. Then we'll teach so the Lord said that we should go like that. Yeah, it's time to praise the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. This message is more recklessly, even than this, and as far as I'm concerned, I will gladly look like a fool. Hmm? Let's read from verse 21 into 22 message. I think it will be nice. David replied to Mikhail, In God's presence, I'll dance all I want. He chose me over your father and the rest of, your, of our family and made me praise over God's people over Israel. Oh yes, I will dance to God's glory. Oh yes, tell neighbor. Oh yes, I will dance to God's glory. Next verse. More recklessly, I will dance in a reckless manner. Even than this. And as far as I'm concerned, I will gladly look like a fool. But among these men you are so worried about, I'll be honored. No end. Next verse. Mikael, Saul's daughter, was Brian the rest of her life. She became barren from that day onwards. Yeah. Because she was standing and mocking. Hey, I don't know what's that. why are they dancing like? Why are they moving up? Don't say something. Dance. Even if you don't understand, you did that. Just dance. Don't say anything in your head. Lest you give yourself a problem. You understand? Whenever you see something you don't understand, don't criticize it. Learn that, learn that thing in your life. Don't criticize what you don't understand. Okay? yeah there are things that are too high for you, yeah. David said. I will not speak of things that are too high for me. yeah there are things that are too high you don't understand you may not have had understanding yet, so don't don't talk, especially the things of God, especially the things of God. don't talk, don't criticize rich men. you see, don't criticize rich men and the things they do. Someone bought a, a shirt, a gold shirt for five million dollars some years ago. that's his money, what is your get yours. Get yours and do what you want to do. What do you think? Yeah. So, praising God foolishly is scriptural. says, praise Him in the dance. And you're praising Him like that is well pleasing to Him. Go back to that place. Uh, Psalm 149, verse 3 into verse 4. Let them praise His name in the dance. And I've showed you, I've explained it to you, right? let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp. Sometimes you go to some churches, some people come with Vuvuzela, what? Konka. That thing that they, what's it called? What? Afritutua. Fichua. Eh, I've never heard, I, I don't know, I know it, but I don't know the name. Fichua. Wow. Is there any other name for it? What's the English name? Fichua. Fichua. Wow. Yeah. When you here we are doing praises, come with all kinds of things. Come and make noise. We don't care. It's between you and your God. This thing, here, it works so much that when we went to when we went for Shiloh, five minutes before the service starts, everybody starts shouting. It's it's like a stadium. Because they know that if they don't hear the word cry, this one there, they can do and get their miracle <laughs> <laughs> and go home. Before the service over. Oh. Everybody, five minutes. And normally there's a countdown. When it gets to a minute to there, the service starting. Everybody, hey! I always wondered what they were doing until I started understanding these things. I was like, oh, that is why. This is the cheapest way to get miracles. Yeah, cheapest. People eat leaves and become healed. I tell you, people eat sand and are healed. In their place. people do all kinds of things. Someone rolls, when he rose, he's walking again. I mean, all kinds of things happen. Yeah, praises, just praises. Yeah. Testimonies, cars. People just, car testimonies are the smallest, like, I got a car. And so that one is okay. Yeah. They shout. And when it's time for praises, Oh, brother, you should see it. They are spoiling there for the Lord. Nobody cares about anybody. Don't look at anybody. And don't look at anybody. Don't feel like when I, when I do some things, the other person will see me in a certain way. It is the other person's problem. What do you think of what I'm saying? Tell anybody it is your problem. It is not my problem. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praise unto him with the timbre and harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. Then he says, he will beautify the meek with salvation. He will beautify his people with salvation. The word beautify is to adorn with glory. It's to, it's to dress somebody with glory. So he says, he will adorn your life. He will beautify your life with salvation. You see, salvation is healing Deliverance, blessings, joy, glow—every good thing you can think about is in salvation. It says, "As you praise me like this, I will beautify your life because I'm pleased." He is fearful in praise, so I don't know what is on your heart. I've tried it; it has worked for me, so I like it. I've tried it not once, not twice. I've done it more than once. Whenever there's a very serious problem. I realize I'm thinking about it. When I catch myself thinking about it, I'm like, ah, why am I worrying myself? about just just be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with prayer and what? And supplication. With thanksgiving. Make your request known to God. So I'll make my request known and I'll start thanking God. I'll start praising God for it. And it almost always works. Not almost always, it works. You see, sometimes you don't remember what I'm saying now. You don't remember that you need to thank God. You will not remember. It takes a long time before ah, I'm supposed to be thanking God for what, for what is happening. So one of the questions you'll be asking people when they come to you with problems like as a pastor, ask them, have you praised God for it? Have you started praising God for it? It's one of the questions to ask. Because they may have done a lot of things, but not this particular one. Because people don't remember. It's very difficult to remember. The devil knows how powerful it is, so he intentionally helps us to forget. <laughs> he intentionally helps us to forget. So whatever is happening to your body in your family, in your work, wherever that you want to change, this is your opportunity. Next verse 5. Let the saints be joyful in glory, let them sing aloud upon their beds. Verse 6. Let the high praises of God, hmm? let the high praise of God be in their mouth, and the two-edged sword in their hand. What's the two edged sword? The word you saying that your praises goes with the word of God. Understanding the word of God. Next verse. To execute vengeance. As we praise the Lord, vengeance is executed upon the heathen. And punishment upon the people. Whoever is giving you any problem anywhere. Someone called me and said that she was told by her prophet. A prophet that her glory has been locked by her cousin in their village in one room. I was telling my wife about it. When she said that, I said, hey, stop saying what you're saying. Stop saying what you're saying. Who is that cousin that can lock your glory in a, in a cupboard in a, in a sitting room in your village? What are you talking about? Is that cousin more powerful than God? Start thanking God for your life. Start praising God for what he's bringing to you. Yeah. Start praising God for what he's bringing to you. So he executes vengeance. Yeah, is a demonic prophecy. Eh? To execute vengeance upon the hidden and punishment upon the people. You know, normally when the prophets prophesy like that, they leave it like that. Prophecy is not supposed to come to put fear in you. Prophecy is for the purpose of edification, for exhortation and comfort. Prophecy is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings comfort. Jesus did not say, I will not leave you another helper. The word he chose to use. He could have said helper, advocate, every other thing. But he chose the word comforter. The ministry of the Holy Spirit today in our time is to bring you comfort. He says, "I will not leave you as orphans." The Holy Spirit wants you to have to be comforted in life, not to be anxious or to be afraid. So, if a prophecy comes to you and is making you anxious and making you afraid, tell that prophet that I reject that prophecy right now, right before him. They a way to receive prophecy? Don't be there." As you are saying, then you are also there. You are looking. No, don't just be there. If what he's saying is not right, tell him. Right there in front of the, in the service. I refuse it in Jesus' name. I refuse, I reject it. Don't be a Christian who just receives prophecy like you are a blue man. You're just there. Then they're saying you are going to die. You are going to be barren. Your womb is finished. Then you start crying. (laughs) Your cry is making what they're saying real in your life. Every prophecy is in part. And prophesies in part. They've not seen the full thing. The full thing is written in the scriptures for you. What has God said concerning you? What has God said concerning you? No, no, no. I mean your life is full of glory. Don't let anybody come and say anything. And I see, I see death. Someone called me and said that he's seen death entering my house. I said, he's entering your house, not my house. <laughs> I'm mad. What do you mean? No. Nobody's dying. Nobody's dying under our watch. What are I talking about? Jesus has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light. That is what is my portion. Yeah. So don't just receive prophecy, okay? Yeah. Receive it right. It's supposed to comfort you and bring you comfort. Ah, my life is like, yeah. that's what prophecy is supposed to do, to make your heart fall inside your stomach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So your praise executes vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people. All those who are worrying you. Next verse, verse 8. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. Verse 9. To execute upon them the judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Then he says, praise the Lord. This is the honor that all the saints have. If you praise the Lord, you will have victory in every single thing that you want. Every single aspect of your life.